Welcome to Key 3 Educators, helping you excel as a Christian school leader, educator, or homeschooler as you outfit students to learn themselves, love God, and live connected. Here's your host, Stephanie Smith. Hello there. I'm Stephanie Smith, and I'm delighted that you have joined me today. When this episode airs, it will be a couple of weeks before Christmas here in the United States. And in keeping with one of the most famous songs here in the United States, The 12 Days of Christmas, I'm going to share with you today 12 resources that can help you in your school, your classroom, or your homeschool. Before we jump in, if you haven't yet hit the subscribe or follow button, take a moment and do so. Episodes will automatically pop up on your favorite podcast app player. And it will be one less thing you have to spend your time doing to go back and to search for, what was the name of that podcast again? Also, when you leave a rating and especially a review, this helps the algorithms that be not bury this podcast on page 225 of search results. And it's a way for you to share with your colleagues and friends and other Christian educators around the world about a resource that provides practical tools as well as encouragement as together we work to achieve this phenomenal mission of raising up children who are educated to engage fully in life through the lens of the Christian faith. Not just a set of beliefs, but a way of living. Take a moment, subscribe, follow, rate and review, And make sure you share this with your colleagues and friends and other people you know in education. All right, let's get started. I'm going to begin by sharing four other podcasts I have no connection to that you may find of value. Now, all of these podcasts are not from a Christian perspective. They're not specific to Christian schools. They're not specific to Christian education. And I am not an advocate of every last guest or insight that is shared by the host on the podcast. But there are enough episodes of value that I think it's worth your time at least checking out. Let's get started. The first one is Reimagine Schools by Dr. Greg Goins. Not specifically for Christian schools and very much geared towards public education. He interviews a wide range of guests and has worthwhile information both on school leadership as well as practical application in the classroom. The second podcast is School Leadership Reimagined by Robin Jackson. Again, while the podcast is geared for public education, there's a wealth of information and knowledge that you may find valuable, especially as a school leader. Although there's plenty of episodes that are tailored specifically for the teacher in the classroom. The next podcast is Teach for the Heart. And while this isn't specifically for Christian schools, it does approach from a Christian perspective. It addresses the needs of educators in both private and Christian schools and also has a very large private Facebook group that you can apply to be a part of. The fourth podcast is Moving Forward by Lynn Swanner, and this one is specifically for Christian schools. 
Now, some of these podcasts have a very regular schedule and they have releases that you can count on. Others are more sporadic in their releasing of episodes, but all of these can be worth your time to explore. You may wish to just scroll through some of the episodes and you may see some topics that specifically address an issue that you are having in your classroom or in your school or even your home education. If you're a home educator, there are lots of other podcasts specifically for home educators and a quick internet search and you will be able to come up with no shortage of those. So these podcasts are more geared for traditional school settings, whether they are public or whether they are private and faith-based. Next, I want to share with you some books that I highly recommend that you incorporate in your school for your students. These are all geared for high school students, although you may find that some 7th and 8th graders would benefit, although I don't think they would grasp the whole significance of these resources. People don't tend to remember long lists of facts, but everyone's brain is wired for story. And I am personally convinced that we would do a much better job of teaching children to have a love for history if we focus more on stories than just a massive amount of data. These aren't only history books, but I believe that all of them have real-world application and meaning and relevance to the issues that we are facing in our society and also many places around the world today. The first is an oldie but a goodie. And, you know, sometimes what happens with books that have been around a long time is we tend to start discounting them because we're so familiar with them. But with the rise of socialism here in the U.S. and in other parts of the world, Animal Farm is a fantastic book to incorporate. Kids love this allegory. Who can't appreciate pigs that take over a farm? While it's an easy read, it is packed with meaning and depth, and a savvy instructor can guide students in a very Socratic type of teaching so that students are able to see for themselves how the promises of socialism will never work because they're misaligned with the reality of how we are created and how God has designed this world to work and how the impact of sin has corrupted people and creation. The second book I highly recommend is Warriors Don't Cry. This autobiographical account of one of the nine students who integrated Little Rock High School will give your students a startling account of the reality of racism in a way that touches them because they're reading about this story of a student who was in their same age category. And with education being something that can be so taken for granted, students will have an awakening to grasp how valuable education really is. It might even help them stop complaining and nitpicking about the stuff that doesn't really matter. It's one of the most impactful books that students can read. The third book is more recent, and it is also an autobiographical account of a true story. It is, I am Malala. This courageous young girl, now a woman, 
shares the story of growing up in her family's village in Pakistan and then recounts how the Taliban came in and methodically took over the town. Her father believed in education, not just for boys, but for girls. The Taliban did not. Malala and her parents, especially her father, continued to promote education, and eventually it cost Malala. She was found by the Taliban as a young girl and was shot point blank in the face. She survived and today is a champion for human rights around the world. It's a powerful story, not just about the value of education, but about women's rights, about children's rights, and about human rights, not just here in the United States, but around the world. This is a fantastic book to introduce your students in a very personal way to the reality of oppressive regimes and how they function and the high cost of that that societies and individuals play. This is an <clears throat> this is an excellent introduction to oppressive regimes in a very personal way and the high cost that they have on societies and on individuals. Next is a book about the power of mindset. There is nothing that determines our life more than what we think. And in an age where young people are dealing with increasing rates of anxiety and mental health issues, this would be a phenomenal book to have school-wide. Again, while it's primarily for high school students, I think there's a lot of value that could come even for middle school students. It's the book, Your New Playlist written by John A. Cuff with his two daughters, McCray and L.E. It's the youth version, if you will, of his bestseller, Soundtracks. It deals with principles and practical application. The last book I'm going to recommend is another classic. And with the increasing rates of hopelessness and despair and discouragement that so many young people and young adults are facing, this book is an incredibly powerful reminder that every person always has the capacity of choice to choose their attitude and to choose their perspective. And this is the timeless book, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. It's not a long read. It's a powerful read. And while it talks about his time in the Nazi concentration camps, and you may want to peruse it or to read it yourself first to verify that it's appropriate for your students, it does not go into all of the gruesome details of what happened to prisoners. In an age of both entitlement on one hand and hopelessness and despair on the other and a sense of, does my life really matter? Can I really accomplish anything with my life? This book, Man's Search for Meaning, cannot be overvalued. Okay, now I'm going to move on and I'm going to introduce you to four organizations. You may already be familiar with these, but if not, let me introduce you to these. First is the Fuller Youth Institute. Now, while this is not specifically designed for Christian schools and certainly not specifically for Christian home educators, it has a wealth of resources that is very research-based that can help you as educators and as parents. 
The second organization, which is not specifically a Christian organization, is the Ron Clark Academy. Ron Clark has written a lot of great books specifically for teachers. Sometimes he's known as America's Teacher. And the Academy isn't just a school that is there in Atlanta, but it also offers professional development opportunities on site for teachers and educators. Another organization is Growing Leaders with Tim Elmore. Tim also has a podcast, Leading the Next Generation. Tim and his team are the authors of the Habitudes curriculum, which is designed to be used both in public schools and there is a version specifically for faith-based educational organizations. You'll find lots of research-based resources and information both in print and digital and by listening to the podcast. The last organization you may not know about because it's pretty new, it's the new kid on the block, and it is the Herzog, H-E-R-Z-O-G Foundation. Based in Smithville, Missouri, this foundation began as a legacy foundation of a successful businessman, Stanley Herzog, who wanted to leave enough of his wealth to advance Christian education in the United States, both for Christian schools and for Christian home educators. There is a podcast, there is a weekly newsletter, and there is an array of amazing opportunities for you as Christian school leaders and educators. They have on-site training, and all you have to do is to cover the cost of getting there, and they pick up the bulk of the rest of the cost. Now, whether it will always stay that way or not, I don't know. I'm not responsible for that, but I do want you to know about the organization that is there and check out all of the resources that they have online. They have resources for schools that are just developing and just beginning, as well as training opportunities for schools that have been in existence for a long time or maybe going through a leadership transition or a board that needs training. So definitely check out that organization as well. Okay, if you were keeping track, you're going to think, hey, wait a minute, that totals up to 13. Yes, I can do math. So even though it's based on the 12 days of Christmas, We'll consider it a baker's dozen and throw in the extra one to make 13 resources for you to check into to unlock the excellence that you want to bring to your students so that they can then carry that excellence forward in their individual lives, impacting our culture and our world with the good news that Christ has come. If you haven't signed up for the Three Keys newsletter yet, I encourage you to do so. This is not going to be spam that shows up in your inbox all the time. This is a newsletter that brings you original content and curated content to help you achieve your incredibly important mission. You can sign up at the Key 3 Educators website. Again, that's Key, K-E-Y, the letter 3, educators.com website, and check out other resources there including speaking engagements that I offer. Thank you so much for being with me today. And as we are together in this season of Advent and celebrating the coming of Christ and looking forward to what the future holds as people of God, I encourage you to remember this, my friend, 
you have an impact that is immeasurable, eternal, and irreplaceable. Thank you for being with us today. For information on speaking engagements and resources for your school or family, visit the website key3educators.com. Remember, learn yourself, love God, and live connected.